Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. Check out frankieteas.substack.com for more information. Welcome to Hot Takes of a Cult Kid. I'm Frankie Tees. Jargon. What is it? What should we do to mitigate its usage in our daily lives? It took me years of being out of the controlling abusive cult I was in to realize that my daily life was riddled with jargon. Could I use a sentence with daily language at all? I found myself thinking that at one point in recovery. And of course, that's recovery from religion. But in the 90s, during my attempt at attending City College, I was absorbing new jargon, finding myself replacing my previously learned jargon, the language filled with ambiguity, emotional extremism, apocalypticism, and other dark, dreary isms. This all had to go. So I was in my 20s, you know, in the 80s. Using regular English is fun after you start weeding out all the crap, I tell ya. It's been the part I like best about re-entering society. I've come to realize that as cult members, we're jargon memorizers. We've conditioned ourselves to do it so uncritically. It's a reflex. And if you watch any cult documentaries, you can see the behavior of repeating uncritically the jargon and terms used in preaching sessions, classes, by authority groups, and leaders who are speaking. In religion, it's because they have established themselves as the authority figure that dispenses all knowledge of God to you, the church member. It's so similar and dynamic in self-help cults, multi-level marketing cults, and the like. Even education and the closed-in experience of study groups with a single goal of passing that test to get to the next educational institutional goal, eventually producing a functioning citizen, right? Well, I guess, but for the cult kid or any ex-cult member of any high-demand group, that very mindless memorization is something which must be unlearned. But many people see absolutely no problem with the use of jargon. Let me make the case against it. At plato.stanford.edu, there is an informative section at the site on religious language through time. I went there first because to me, it's the most pervasive worldwide used jargon we have ever experienced, and it goes back thousands of years in time. So the jargon is strong generationally. They talk about many parts of religious language, but I will grab onto religious analogy and metaphor. They're explained in the article here as, Religious metaphors are the only way of stating truths about God, and the context of metaphorical utterance about God cannot be stated even in part, in literal terms. Prayer, they state as supplicating address to another. So that's interesting to hear it broken down because, yeah, prayer requires no answer back and is a unique category of language for that reason. In addition, you're talking to no one that you can see, but an imaginary God, which is unknown. Jargon in the religious group, for example, La Luz de Mundo, was demonstrated as absolutely devastating to the young women who it was used on. For the years, the little girls who are raised in the 100-year-old church had heard about a special group that you could get chosen to be in. 
They serve the leader who is the only word of God on the planet. He's called the Apostle during the Netflix documentary, The Darkness Within, La Luz de Mundo. It's now streaming and I'll recap that soon. I recommend it. The group of girls, which were all over the world at their 50-some locations, each awaited the traveling apostle, Nason Garcia, and before him, his father. The girls were called the blessings. Every girl hoped to be chosen. Come to find out that the groups were all sex rings, and in the name of God, girls were demanded to service Nason and before him, his father, since 1929. The term became a landmine during the attempt to recover in life from this man for the Jane Doe's featured in this documentary and on television during the court case. I mean, if you want to see the power of jargon in real time, how I'm trying to illustrate it, just watch that documentary. It really stood out to me. These narratives and words are everything to us, especially as kids, and we believe them uncritically. Later, the girls were like, that wasn't a blessing, it was abuse. And then they had to do those mental gymnastics of realizing later, the jargon hid everything. It was all a lie. Jargon in other groups may have taken a note from religious, seeing how effective language has been through time. I mean, hey, just the Jesus narrative. You can get anyone to do anything if you say, because Jesus... Hashtag. Liz Willen is an educator who says on the article at Hetchinger Report circa 2015, quote, I've been determined to eradicate jargon. She goes on, let's agree to stop abetting the school establishment's edu-speak. She says, stop passing along empty buzzwords and cliches. Edu-speak is what she's calling the education system jargon and says it leaves parents behind. Continuing, it's not just the educators who are to blame. The federal government is most certainly guilty, as well, for creating an alphabet soup of acronyms that bog down stories about national education policy with abbreviations meanings well before getting to the point of if the programs are even working. And she gives some examples, ESEA, NCLB, Race to the Top. R-T-T-T-S-I-G's, I-D-E-A, M-O-O-C's, C-C-S-S, P-A-R-C-C, S-T-E-M, and the T-I-M-S-S. Doesn't mean anything to me. She says she's implored peers to use everyday language, not jargon. Heading to another huge example of a cult, a corporation called Amway. I knew I'd hit jargon pay dirt pretty early on while visiting their website. So Amway starts by saying, own your own business with Amway. Everyone knows you won't own your own business. You'll be in a multi-level marketing scheme. It says being in business for yourself, but never by yourself. Be an IBO, parenthesis, independent business owner. Amway Education is the app built to help you get there. In case you don't know, corporations like this are a pyramid scheme where only the people at the top make money. You buy products and resell them, and it's incredibly hard to get out of. My mom also used to sell Jafra back in the day, quite similar. 
makeup and other improvement products, health products. They state at a low cost, low risk opportunity. That's jargon. 100% satisfaction guarantee. Ha! Huh. Transparency in all communication. Live your best. Those are my favorite. Live your best. Live, love, laugh. <laughs> Nothing is worse than an empty platitude. Military has its jargon out the wazoo. If you listen to two enlisted people talk, you are totally lost on the acronyms they use, and that's what's intended. So let's get this real straight. My opinion and experience is that jargon is created to include the immediate group only and exclude others. It's also created to obfuscate issues. If there's a soup of words and letters you don't understand, there's no communication. The mind goes on an empty screen mode because it's left with so many unanswered questions. It sort of gives up, like a blitzkrieg attack on the brain. Very effective. It just buzzes out. And we can see this in all kinds of social groups too. Teenagers use jargon to cut parents out. Hip-hop artists use jargon to show their street cool. Rock stars use language they created an attached alternative meaning to, which adds to their mystery. I really think that jargon creates the bandwagon effect, the device we talked about in last week's episode on propaganda. It looks so intriguing. You want to join. You have no idea what they're talking about, but you literally want to know. My experience has been a lot of people chatting and commenting online use psychology jargon. In the cult recovery space, it's the norm, and I'm pretty exasperated by the redundance and prolification of it online and everywhere in this area. Ugh. There's more to life than succinct phrases that attempt to sum up your experience in a cult so only you and others who had it will know what it is. See, there's where my beef is with anyone who's slinging that jargon. You're ostracizing people and saying, if you want to understand me, you have to learn this jargon first. And that's just like every religion, group, or MLM. The psych jargon is a scourge of our time. And the way it's been taken so uncritically shows me one of my theories is being proven to me daily in real time. People who get out of cults create customers for the psych industry. It's a capitalist scheme. I caution any of you survivors who got out. If you're going from memorizing Bible passages to memorizing DSM terms, are you replacing jargon you learned in your cult with new jargon that you feel is more modern, broad-minded, and accurate to what you're experiencing? But wait, what if you haven't changed your way of thinking but started using the same jargon memorizing habit you learned in a cult and are not yet independently critically thinking. That's what you need to learn. I challenge you today, if you're a cult survivor or not, examine and eliminate the use of jargon. You may enjoy the lack of guilt you feel. Simply stopping the superiority flaunting of language to divide you from others could lift a bit of weight off of your shoulders. I made a commitment a long time ago that I wouldn't be a weapon used against my fellow humans, not in any way, shape, or form. I will go silent faster than a bird trying not to be eaten by a lion. Language can be a weapon, and I've seen it used to destroy people emotionally. 
I ask you, can you say with any certainty that you're not boasting egotistically about your large ability to memorize words and know so much each time you shove jargon terms no one you're talking to knows? Isn't that still a holdover habit from cult thinking? I'm now committed to use of language for inclusion, expression, communication, illumination on topics, and to resist the, yeah, temptation to use language divisively. It's a choice. And as Stick Figure says, the choice is yours when you're ready. I'm just saying it's a choice. And that better than thou stuff is what we were taught in cults. The superiority we were taught to display for being one of the chosen ones. 144,000, etc. It's all BS. We're all in this together in this world. And when next you see jargon, you'll know that those using it would much rather be important than to be helpful in any way to those who may benefit from their knowledge. Jargon is a superiority complex, and it's really distasteful. It was created to use the fear of missing out, FOMO, on us. Just know, if they have to use jargon, you're not getting the whole story. The jargon is there to tip you off, (laughs) that there is a manipulation happening, red alert. Just the facts, man. Just the facts. Thanks for listening to Hot Takes of the Cult Kid. Check out frankietees.substack.com for more to come in the works right now. And always, keep critical thinking. Hot Takes of a Cult Kid Check out frankietees.substack.com for more information.